With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joe, I know you're not a student of the NFL like Reavers and uh, Rookie are. No, I'm not. But you identified Patrick Mahomes uh, at least a year ago as somebody that you go out of your way to watch. Absolutely. And I asked Judd this earlier today, and I'll ask you guys. I'll ask the panel. When is the last time the NFL had one player who was so clearly the best player in the league, the most so clearly Lawrence Taylor, the dominant player in the league, maybe Lawrence Taylor, yes, Walter Payton, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty mm. good too. At uh, one, at one, you know, and obviously as a quarterback, you can influence the outcome more. Yeah, but this guy is so much better than anybody. He's so much the focal point of the league right now compared. To, I mean, Rodgers is having his best year. And there shouldn't be a discussion as to who the MVP is. Mm-hmm. It's Mahomes. It's Mahomes. It's not even so, close. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's incredible. Would how you good put Moss guy... Moss in that category? Well, no, for twenty minutes because you know it for twenty minutes. Depends if it was on the day that he was interested or not. True. I might go. I don't think Patrick Mahomes would have lost forty-one to nothing to the uh, probably not to the uh, New York Giants. He, he is completely playing a different game. He is. He, he's 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 expanded that position to the point where he does things you've never seen before. Yes, and in the past, you know, you got Lamar Jackson, a similar athlete, but yep. not on the same planet as a thrower or as a knowing mm-hmm. what's going on. No, quarterback, you got to be able to move, you got to be able to throw, and you got to really know what the hell's going on. Right. And he has all three of those things. And through our lives, we've had the great thrower. And the smart guy, I mean, Brady, Peyton Manning. Yep. But to take the great thrower, Bob Greasy, never Greasy out of going on, and make him a great athlete also. I don't know. I can't remember the lab. I can't remember one that like that. It's. Well, how does this uh, Trevor fellow at Clemson compare to him? Uh, we don't know if he's that sharp yet. We'll have to find out. Uh, I mean, uh, he's coming in. He's an athlete. He's a yep. big, strong athlete. He's got a lot of similarities. But we, you know, can he can he immediately seize what's happening in the uh, pro game like uh, Mahomes has? Mm-hmm. I think this is what is it year four now? Mm-hmm. For who? For Lawrence? For Mahomes? 
Yeah, well, he was drafted in the same draft as Trubisky. Uh, oh, that's right. Which yeah. was this? Was that the seventeen draft? I think it yeah, was. I think so. Because yeah. he sat for a year behind mm-hmm. Alex Smith. Yeah. In Kansas City. And uh, but that was also uh, Andy Reid identifying him, and they traded up right to get him. And uh, well, they were talking about it on the on the broadcast yesterday. How because the Saints were sitting at eleven, and Sean Payton said we were taking him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 2017, draft. and he sat. And uh, and uh, the Chiefs had caught wind of that and traded up with the Bills, mm-hmm. and they gave up their first round pick that year and their first round pick the next year to move up from wherever they were, 20 or whatever, up to the 10th spot. Uh, And uh, what else is fun, in addition to his greatness, is the relationship uh, the Chiefs all seem to have with the chubby old coach. Oh, it's great. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, he pays no attention to defense, right? I mean, he's got a (laughs) defensive coach, and he's got a – you you try Mm -hmm. to get him to stop him. I mean, he spends all his time when they don't have the ball – Worrying about what's going to happen when they do have the ball, mm-hmm. and uh, you know you can just see that the at least the offensive guys just appreciate the hell out of him because he comes up with stuff. Mm-hmm. And of course, when you have the best player in the world to execute that stuff, at uh, would he have the same success in another system? Because I was thinking about that watching that game. That you know, <laughs> well, Zimmerman say you're throwing too ball. much. <laughs> Run the ball. Give it to Delvin. Come on. Fourth and one, there's 14 guys in front of me. Let's go. Run it through them, damn it. How did, how did the Jets blow it by winning a game? What happened? What a bunch of idiots. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> and this coach has got no chance to be back, Joe. He's a com- right. Adam right. Gase. He's terrible. To allow him to win the game is... Uh, and the funny thing is, the Rams, from everything, I didn't watch it, but I heard about it. The Rams basically were out there laughing when they were down like 17 points and just assuming they'd come back and win. And, and then they, they never did. Up, then they end up screwing it up and losing. <laughs> somebody yesterday on Twitter, uh, somebody I follow, I can't remember who said it, but I am tuning into Jets fan line right now. Oh, to hear Just to hear them all. Why did we win the game? <laughs> well, you know who else have to be, has to be upset? Trevor Lawrence. He goes to New York City if he's good. Mm-hmm. He's God. Instead, he's going to Jacksonville. You know, he's in the he's end up in you know. You got your choice between the biggest market or the smallest market. That's the third team in Florida, for God's sake. But the do you Jets, think they'll trade? Do you think they'll trade? Who Jacksonville? Jacksonville? No, oh God, no. they got to take them. They got to get somebody. But, but look at like Kansas City market's not big. It's Mahomes no. that gets yes, me to yeah, watch yeah, it. Yeah, it is. Know. But the Chiefs have some sex appeal from tradition. You know, the yeah, Jaguars yeah. don't have any tradition. Uh, you know, they're just the NFL only <laughs> went there because they were mad at the L.A. for not building them a stadium. So they said, "Okay, we're going to Jacksonville." Well, as yeah. one guy that attended a game there recently, when I went to the yes. uh, the vaunted Bills Jags playoff game, yeah, nine to three or yeah, whatever, ten, it was. ten to three thriller. Uh, I remember you guys being in a bar, t- you know, because t- there weren't many tailgate areas, and a guy that lived there said, "Oh, are they playing today?" Had no idea that well, the Jags okay. were. They, they, it's, it's college football country. I was down there. there twice. It's the old Gator Bowl that they redone, and I was there for one Gator Bowl, Iowa and Florida. I was on the way to Miami for the uh, Nebraska Miami game, and then I was there for one Viking game. And God, it's just a. 
It's just a nothing town, and right. it's a nothing area. And uh, weather's nice. Know, well, generally you know. speaking, yeah. I never, I never was in Jacksonville. Well, it's uh, not, you know, it's kind of the, the, the big oil. That wasn't a yeah. big oil mm-hmm. port, right? At one point, so I'm I want to, sure. I want to chime in with my pick for uh, some of the greatest players that I, I can't forget, and I, okay. I'm going to go off the QB. Um, I'm position. I'm going to go with Donald Igwebuike. I think he yeah. really had a solid year in 1990 <laughs> was for that little cocaine rap. That right, he and that's for, he's uh, memorable. Yeah, I mean, but right. wasn't he exonerated from that? I think he was, but it took a while. Yeah, but he never played again. He, no, he was blackballed, wasn't he? After mm-hmm. that happened, who's the player yeah. I heard about yesterday that was playing for the first time in four years because of off-field problems? Oh, Des Bryant. What, what were what did he do? Shoot somebody? No, I don't remember. Pat. He always wanted more money, Joe. He was he was a receiver. He was they'd give him a new contract, and twenty minutes later, he wanted another new contract. And uh, well, he was the guy was, that Jones, Jerry Jones, hired someone to basically babysit him. Yeah. Well, he was suspended for four years. Oh, was he really? Uh, I don't think he was suspended through all of it. He was suspended through a good share, but I think he kept coming up with new suspensions maybe through the years yeah. or something. But, yeah, the Baltimore was so hard up. They had enough guys hurt that they brought him in, and he caught a, t- he caught a touchdown pass. Larry Fitz Jr. caught a touchdown pass. And uh, and uh, Antonio Brown caught a touchdown pass yesterday, and they said that was the first time since 2017, the uh, three of them caught a touchdown wow. pass in the same days. They were probably the three best receivers in the league back then. Yes, so. they pr- yeah, they were. You're right. Des Bryant is the guy that caught the pass in Green Bay, uh, took about four steps, went down on the ground, rolled around for about five minutes. They decided to have a replay and called it incomplete because he uh, was the worst call in NFL history. And it, paid, and it, to some degree, it changed the rule, but it didn't change it until the Super Bowl mm-hmm. that was here that they finally said, if you catch a ball in the end zone and it looks like you have it, it's a touchdown. Right. Okay. So mm-hmm. anyway, but yeah, that was a, that was when we all decided in Minnesota, it's true. It's true. The the NFL loves the Packers, yep. and they're going to screw yes. everybody yes. else. No question. Yeah, that. We no all question. decided it that day. Yeah, damn it. That's, uh, that's Hey, how about true. this? The, the Vikings just sent out a weekly press release. We're getting the A squad for Christmas Day. We're getting Joe Buck and Troy Aikman calling the game. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well. At New Orleans. Christmas Day. They mm-hmm. won't uh, have a chance there. And. But the trouble is, being down there, how many does New Orleans let in the building? Not many, right? I'm not sure. Louisiana's had the hell hell kicked out of them. I do love the fact that the Rose Bowl is going to be played in uh, Dallas, in the in uh, Jerry Jones' stadium. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the college football playoff people just sent it out that said, the Rose Bowl has been moved because of the up of uh, the uh, increase in positive cases in the county, fourteen mm-hmm. percent. And uh, Pat Forty uh, tweeted out that the the uh, the positive testing 
percentage is 17% in the county that they're moving the game oh. to. <laughs> <You know? laughs> wow. So uh, The Gophers have wisely decided they're not going to accept the bowl game, are they? Please tell me they can't no, do that. I, I read a report on Twitter that one reason P.J. didn't want to uh, play this game is he's waiting to see what's going to happen with Harbaugh at Michigan to see if the job opens. <laughs> The report came really? from me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I saw it on Still Twitter. Still a report. Still a report. Are you doing the same bit that you were doing with Patino when you'd see the prop Pretty playing? opening now. Yeah. I'm going to start getting the uh, Patino going for every opening. If the guy from Iowa State, it would be perfect because when the Iowa State basketball job opened up, we that's when we ran out the put on Twitter the picture of the prop plane. Patino being flown into Ames for the job. (laughs) (laughs) The best was the guy that called the hotline at the station going, we saw a report from your afternoon drive host. I said, oh, God. Nothing will ever compare with Joe and I on April Fool's Day. Oh, boy. Vikings moving to San Antonio, baby. We got Buck Harvey on there to report his exclusive (laughs) report out in the San Antonio News. Newspaper. We interviewed Buck, and then Channel it damn near cost us our lives. If this yeah. is real, if this Channel, ain't real, I'm going to come down and kick your. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the uh, <laughs> the fella called up and threatened our lives, and we we said we'll be back. And then, uh, but Caved. Channel Five was going to come up, and well, you were on the board, yeah, right? Yeah. Channel Five wanted to come up and interview us. <laughs> With the what year was that that you guys did that? Oh, oh, God. 15 years, years ago, yeah. probably. Yeah. We were yeah. good back then. Well, because Red, Red, Red owned the team, yeah, right? Red, yeah, okay. Red still yeah. owned the team, so it had to be early 2000s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty good. Although but, back uh, then, I would have been at that age where I would have probably threatened your lives, too, because I would have I mm-hmm. been all fired up about that as well. Well, <laughs> it, it, Red was, yeah, it had to be when they were for sale, and there was, you know, Red was... Threatening rumors to go down. Boy, that was fun, man. They brought in Tom Clancy, and they had the big thing at the Minneapolis club. And, man, Tom had – he was only lacking one thing, money. Right. right. Other than that. Apparently, his, wife, all, his various ex-wives had all his money. He, didn't, he, he wanted to give them $5 million. Cash. I just still, I can just, I still see him sitting there smoking. Remember that? Oh, yeah. With the bad yeah. yellow yeah. glasses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> Well, was, Red yeah. bought the team, but he was initially going to be part of the minority group, right? Because the was it Reggie Fowler? Wasn't yeah, he Reggie the main? Fowler was going to buy it. Yeah. Reggie, Reggie didn't have any money, but but he had the big idea. Didn't he end up getting a piece? Uh, I can't a little remember. Piece of Ziggy's. They kept him around I for can't a few remember. years. Pat, how long can Polad hang on if you have another summer of no fans? Oh, and they don't get a handle on crime. Get some TV money, but. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I, I don't know what baseball is. I don't think there's any chance that they open with more than 8,000 people in Target Field, do you, in May, April? Even with a lot of, even with a lot of vaccines. You know? I don't know. We I don't just know. don't know. Well, they're, you know, they're, what did they, what they read yesterday, though? The players made how much less? I can't remember. 200 is that what it was? Billy, wow. Whatever. Some some huge number. But Joe's right, though, Pat. I mean, I think crime's going to be a bigger issue than COVID with baseball. Uh, Leaving that know. game at 1030 at night? Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to have to pony up the security. But, you know, I think that 
you know. That's but that's anyway. It's not even just hopping on light rail. That's you walking back to your car where you right. parked, and one small, you know, shady little corner, and somebody jumps out, and boom. Billy here's Joe is uh, a, 93, by the way. Here's the deal. Red. Mm. Dress down. Look like you don't have any money. Mm-hmm. Or. Game. Yeah. Or, when I tell money. my kids, I'm here to buy drugs. Uh, yeah, yeah right. That's right. I'm just downtown. I'm here yeah, to buy yeah, drugs. Right. You yeah, come the most poorly dressed crowd in all of baseball. Yes, that's right. No, tell them you're here to buy drugs. Yeah, whatever you do, don't uh, don't wear a nice sweater. <laughs> wear a wear a. In fact, get a cup when you're walking out. Yeah. You know? get yeah. a cup. Hey, hey, hey. You know, a sign. Hey, the guy buddy. got me uh, yesterday. I stopped at that gas station down on, at the end of 55 there. Yeah, behind the ballpark and. The guy wanted uh, it's the uh, he has to go to St. Cloud for a Christmas or something and take the bus or something. The old thing, and I said, "Can you get her done on a buck?" And I gave him a buck. So, <laughs> yep, and it takes you, me the first step can forward. You, can you have your needs uh, fulfilled with a buck? That's all I got, pal. So. What did we have Pat doing last? Oh, God, going to Aldi. Oh, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. When, you, when you went to Aldi last week, on when you Friday. called in. Oh yeah! Remember, you, were, you picked up that, that person that was in uniform and an Aldi uniform and gave him a ride to the Aldi, and you didn't really understand. Did no. you see we're going to have an NHL season? Yes. And did you see what happened to the Wild? They'll have the costliest travel expenses of any team in hockey. They ended up them in St. Louis ended yep. up getting robbed. Yep. All because of the division realignment. They're in the West. Well, because the trouble. Oh. What happened to them is they put all seven Canadian teams, so that cost them. Basically, Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver. Sure. You know? uh, although Van, at least Vancouver. So we ended up in uh, with, with all the West. I would imagine Craig and uh, the boys moaned and cried and everything else, but you know they need they needed eight teams. I guess they felt so. Well, well let me ask you this: Why can any Canadian team play in the United States no, and no, vice versa? All non. All regular season games are going to be within your division. What about? Which means they're playing them all. There's eight teams, seven. You're playing everybody eight times. That means you're in L.A. four times, Anaheim four times, San Jose four times. Who else is on the West Coast? Vegas. L.A., San Jose. Colorado. Uh, the Ducks, Vegas, and uh, Las Vegas. So yeah. you got You're out there. Uh, you're out, you're in California for twelve of your road games, and you're in Vegas, Colorado, and then St. Louis for for another twelve. Rest. Boy, there's yeah. gonna be a lot of tension, a lot of fighting. I bet seeing oh, yeah. these guys eat see, so many see, ounces. Yeah, often. that's true. And you know what they're gonna be doing is they're gonna go to California. They'll play the Kings. Then they'll play uh, the Ducks. Then they'll go back and play the King. They'll be out there for a week and play everybody four times sure. or twice. Okay, what if a Canadian team ends up in the Stanley Cup Finals? Oh, I think by then they hope by the time the regular season's over that uh, we will have travel again, that the vaccine will be doing its magic. And by the way, <laughs> hey, you guys, get behind me in the line, <laughs> 75 yep. years old. It's not as bad as I thought it was now that I get the uh, charge up to what third in the line, right? <laughs> essential workers, hospital yep. people, then essential workers, then, then me, then me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesse's going Jesse, to yeah. be third in there. <laughs> yes. So uh, you know that's uh, the, what that does, though, is 
keeps me from going to Florida, baby. Yeah. Because I don't think I can go down there, and there's too damn many of us down there that are 75. <laughs> Christ, you'd be in line for months. Right. Everybody said. In other words, in Florida, 73% of the people are at the front of the line, right? Because <laughs> they're 75 right. or over. Right. So. Well, how are we going to get them? Are going to line up at a Kmart or something I someday? I yeah. said I'm going to walk in and say, give me two of those Pfizer's, one of those Moderna's, and give me another one of the other ones, and light on the tonic. <laughs> and a Diet Coke. Yes, right. And a Diet, Diet Coke. Coke. Yes, that's true. Wow. That is. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, well, There's a lot of promises being made, but... Uh, but the, by the second week, they weren't getting the distribution out that they thought they were. So, and does anyone know how many, you know a hospital worker there, Reavers, have they gotten the... Uh, they are going to be notified, I believe, before the end of the year mm-hmm. about what the procedure is going to be. But, you know, she can't really share a whole lot of that no. stuff with me no. uh, for obvious reasons. But I, th- I think... That's that particular hospital's plan, anyway. She can share that with you. She's just choosing not yes, to. That's it. better. Yeah, that's, that's true. I've yeah. learned that uh, potential airline employees are around February mm-hmm. and are going to be the one B. I'm not sure what that even. Now you means, better not be in front of this fat seventy-five right year old. Where, where are we oh. going, baby? <laughs> I'll sneak you one. I'll say, give me another one for my body. Although here. with the new strain. That has 23 different elements than the old strain. They can only th- say, we don't think that it's going to, uh, we don't think the vaccines will not work. Well, I was uh, trying to. Uh, new strain. I was, but, oh, go ahead, Rook. I'm sorry. But that's where you come in. Willing to take a chance will, as you're rolling up your them. sleeve. All of them. Let's go. Uh, our president had some thoughts, by the way, over the weekend. I was trying to find that while Pat was uh-huh. d- discussing this. And uh, uh, he had some thoughts on Mitch McConnell and Mike Pence uh, going to get vaccinated. Oh, good. All weekend. right. Good. Actually, no, I'm not going to get vaccinated, okay? We all know it's named after vaccine orders, one of the most radical low IQ left wing people. Waters. I don't know what she put in this needle. So, no, there'll be no vaccine orders for me. It's called freedom. <laughs> What is he going to do? What is Calvin going to do when the Don's out of office? He think he'll still. Well, he's got to get out of office Don first. That's true. The Don ain't going to disappear, I'll tell you. Right. He'll be able to be doing impersonations of him for That's two more true. years. That's true. Two more years. It is nice, though, that the, that the president is laser-focused on our major problems here, the uh, Russian hack and the, and the virus. So. What the hell does Russia got on him? I don't know. They got something. You know what? You know my favorite all-time political move was in the 2000 election when uh, when George W.'s boys were able to turn him being a cocaine-using guy who didn't go to his national guard meetings. Into more of a patriot than John Kerry, who was in Vietnam, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they turned it. They got people to say he didn't, you know, he didn't save as many lives as he claims he did, right? Yeah. yeah. I think they're pulling a great one now, though. The fact that Melania used to pose without a lot of clothes on back in the day—that's mm-hmm. off limits. 
but it's a scandal that Jill Biden has doctor in doctor, front of her name. Right. She, that she hasn't I, earned that at I, all. I, I once in a while flip over to Fox to see, and they had like a panel the other night discussing the disgrace of her calling herself a doctor. <laughs> this was, is BS. You know, I agree it's kind of corny, but I don't think it's worth your time to get too worried about these days. I don't either. But uh, anyway... <laughs> It's uh, it's been an interesting time in our lives, that's for sure. You know what, though? Yeah, we're in about the seventeenth month of twenty twenty. Yes, <laughs> and it's it's just finally and officially pretty much driven me nuts. Yep, I, I'm getting I, there, Pat. I cannot. I mean, it just it it makes no sense. This you're this not is alone. A, this is a this is a two thousand eight movie. Mm-hmm. You know. We should have taken those seriously. The Ebola with Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, and, everybody uh, takes over right, the world. Right. I, I don't know how it happens. You can't see him. Let's go. And there's no end in sight. No, God, no. Now it's it's smart. It's, uh, it's smart. You know what? Fourth and one, chance to win the game. That virus would have gotten the yard. Maybe. Oh, yeah, easily. <laughs> yeah. easily. That yard is a lot Akeem smarter. Akeem Hicks wasn't yeah, going to tackle no, that, that virus. That virus would have zipped right through that hole and <laughs> probably went for a touchdown. That virus is smart. How does a how does something you can't see get that smart? That's what I want. Yep. It knows you. It knows that you're safe in a bar until 10 p.m. <laughs> but at 10.01, oh, yeah, the virus is loose. Yep. 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 It's, but that uh, isn't even happening now, right? They're closed. The no, bars are closed. closed. Well, <laughs> unless they're open, yeah. you know. But uh, well, unless they're open. Unless they're open. Right. If they're not, they're closed. Uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, it. I did like the photos from the gal in uh, Birdsville. What's her name? Lakeville. 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 <laughs> when they had, they let the. They let the Star Tribune photographer come in there, and everybody's like four inches apart at the bar with hands around each other. Right. And uh, if you're going to you know, do that, be smart. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah. When the photo says, right. "Come on, everybody," right. you know, some guy's sipping something while he's under the mask or some damn thing. Everybody, yeah, let's go. <laughs> See, I want those people to keep track of each other. Because it would be interesting to know if there's going to be an outbreak caused by the attendance at that bar. Yeah, we, you know, we, and and who knows? Isn't that what happened yeah. with Sturgis? Didn't they? Yeah, but the, when you ended up four hundred thousand people and they've only traced a f- couple of thousand to them, I don't know. I don't. Know. It's. I don't it, like the word tracing doesn't work anymore. I don't like the word mutant either. I just don't no, like the No, the mutant. Yeah, the I don't like mutant. No, I don't. I agree with you. I, sh- I you stay know, away from not mutant. Not only with viruses, just in general. You know, in general, guy's, I'm guy's, not a mutant guy. There's a mutant lamb over there. Well, <laughs> I'm you know, not going by it. I put it to bury it. Don't serve it. If it's mutant. <laughs> Yeah. We, we don't, don't want, want mutton. I don't want it. Mutton, okay. Mutant, no. We don't <laughs> right. want. Yeah. You want mutton lamb chops, not mutant <laughs> lamb chops. I don't know what made you think of a lamb no, and mutants. No, but I mean but... mutants. I mean, there's, you know, I don't like it. I, I don't you're like right. It. You're right. It's absolutely a bad word. What, what is mutant? What do you it just mean, go nuts? Nothing, it means nothing good, Rook. Okay. <laughs> not good. <laughs> nothing it means good. just bad. 
It means the lamb's got two heads and four, yeah, right. four toes. And that. Makes you well, thinking it's had some bad. Mom had some bad drinking water. Right, yeah. Yeah. right. Yeah. One of those, uh, one of those West Virginia uh, little ponds <laughs> out there where we might have might have slipped a little something <laughs> into the water. So. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Uh, we were talking about it before the show. I didn't know Tom Hanneman was sick. Tommy uh, had uh, a sextuple bypass a couple of years ago. Not a lot of publicity about it, but uh, I did not know. I knew he was having problems, had problems back then, but I had not heard. I guess the last couple of months he hadn't been good. And he died in his sleep, so they assumed it was a heart attack. But what what a good guy. I mean, he was a... Just a self-deprecating, you know, funny guy that didn't. Take he was himself. never heavy, was he? No, God, no. Didn't take was himself he, I, serious. Wasn't I don't a think smoker. He, uh, well, what the? How do you need a six bypasses if I you're? Don't know. Oh, God! Genetics. Luck of the draw, baby. <laughs> Luck of the draw. Not anybody keeps themselves in shape like I do. You know? right. <laughs> well, I remember when he he filled in for you at least once, maybe twice. Uh, you know, because during the Christmas week. We're a little light on personnel, mm-hmm. uh, and I remember because uh, Roofsy and I were there with him, and I remember him telling a story about when he started doing Wolves games on the radio with with uh, Kevin Harlan, and how they would just make stuff oh, up yeah, because we, they they uh, knew nobody was listening. Well, they were to on them. the West Coast and they were terrible, <laughs> and they'd have a late game. Look look on your computer and do Bill Beak B E E K Bill Beak Bill Beak Tom Hanneman Bill Beak. He had a fictional. Uh, announcer, a very boring fictional radio announcer uh, that he would do once in a while for Harlan late at night when the uh, uh, with the, Strib- uh, the Star Tribune ran a little segment of it and uh, just a couple of minutes long, but he did this guy named Bill B. Right, you're going to have to give me a minute here. I'll okay. see if I can find it. Anyway, yeah, he was a, just a good guy. And you know they demoted him, and they they gave him the runaround all the time. He'd go from, he was the analyst, and then he was play by play, and then he was in the studio. And I'd see him at the Twins games a couple of years ago, and he wasn't a big baseball guy. It would, you know, you'd be in the eighth inning at uh, three out three minutes, at three hours and forty five minutes, and. How you doing, Hanny? And he'd say, oh, I'm having the time of my life or something like that, you know. Great nickname, though, Hanny. I mean, Hanny. it was easy. Uh, yeah, he was he was a good guy. But, yeah, I I got to say I had no idea he was uh, he was in that better shape. So, All right, means- I've got it, but I'm, it's loading here, for so give me a minute here. This was on your guys' website. Yes, yeah, they uh, some, somehow they found that. And, uh, All right, here we go. Piston game, uh, Johnny Most's legendary call, Larry Bird, the, uh, the steal and whatnot. It, if you don't remember, it, here's, a, here's a little sample. Now there's a steal by Bird. Underneath the DJ This is the real guy, Johnny Most. Yes, a legendary call. I think everyone is, is aware of it. Very few people are aware, however, on that very night, that very game, Bill Beak was broadcasting the game for the Alpo Radio Network. In fact, just sitting uh, a row behind the great Johnny Most. And I, I guess you can understand after you hear the highlight why no one's ever heard it. But we got it for you tonight. Right. And there's a steal by 
my, sit down, Johnny Most. I can't see a thing. Oh, no. Boston has scored. I think it was Bird. The crowd is so loud. Johnny, you're a jerk. Time out. The Celtics are ahead. Now you got to go down to the, go down to like the last minute. Okay. Now let go down to the last. Go ahead and shoulder face. Goes under and scores. Standing ovation. Listen to the crowd. Back it up DP 10 seconds, 15 seconds. Man. Yeah. DP can bounce, leading by 10 with a minute seven. Uh-oh. Back door lob. McMillan to clip. Fireworks TNT, baby. <laughs> Two-handed twist above the wire for the Reed man. Yeah. yeah. DP continues. Also, Chick Hearn, the legendary voice of the L.A. Lakers. Peter's the dribble. Brings it out to Magic. Three-pointer. That goes. It went in and came out. Rebound to Vladi. Nice rebound to Vladi. Oh, Magic ahead and shoulder fake. Goes under and scores. Outstanding ovation. Listen to the crowd. DP says, one of my personal favorites, Kevin, is your Sam Mitchell call. Inbound to Mitchell. Through the circle. Down the lane. Drives and jams. Sam, I am. Green eggs and ham. I'll give you this tomahawk cam. DP wraps up this four-page letter. I didn't even know I said that. With the, who can forget the legendary call of Bill Beak of the old Toronto Huskies. Lucking Bill up the court now. We're down to the wire. Dolph Shays from half court. The Huskies are world champs. <laughs> Bill was, his Bill Beak guy was a little more reserved than the other guy. Oh, they are world, world champs. champs. I wasn't aware of Bill Beak uh, until uh, until I saw this. I bit. wish I'd known it. I would have had him ever be giving him, have him, have him give me a little Bill Beak whenever I saw him. Oh, that's funny. Well, he and Hanneman, Hanneman was, I mean, you think of what this club had when they opened. They had Hanneman. I mean, they had Harlan. They had the the sales staff that ended up running it. They had the first lie wiki. They had uh, about five different guys that ended up being the presidents or businessmen of. I mean, Bob Stein's early Timberwolves sales staff, promotional staff, front office was unbelievable. Hmm. And then they hit on harder times. Yeah. Say. They lost a little of that edge, but they were, uh, they were, and they had Harlan, of course, and he was great. So, are you attributing that to a change in ownership at all, or do you think? No, no, I think it's just a luck of the draw. Harv and Marv, <laughs> Harv and Marv, just the luck of the draw. That's, what do you, know, you things think? Happen. Things happen, you know. Joe, by the way, when the uh, are you getting any? You're probably not getting any family visitors for Christmas this year. I wouldn't be so sure of that. But no, probably not. Well, I guess the point I'm making is you're not going to have to take a whole crew of family members to a Timberwolves game this year, nope, right? Nope, nope, that, That'll save you, what, a grand? Oh, at least. I can't remember, oh, that, from last <laughs> yeah, I can't remember yeah. that from last year. In yeah. fact, wasn't the line, they didn't get my money's worth? <laughs> yeah, they didn't get my money's worth. Although there was a little guy, appropriately enough, named Joe, yeah. who really struck it up big with the uh, Timberwolves cheerleaders. Oh, did he? Oh, he uh, yeah. he seems to have a way with that. He yeah. liked the cheerleaders. Yeah, he had his oh, picture okay. taken with him. And he was right on top of things. Joe, remember when they first started and what a phenomenon it was? And they had the girls out there dirty dancing, and the whole thing was just crazy. Well, they now. set the attendance record, didn't they? Yeah. The well, they damn near sold out the dome. Yeah, a few times. Yeah, they were over. A, they they set the NBA attendance record. Yeah, over a million or some damn. I oh, thank God, you guys. The sky is clearing. Why? Pat, the Christmas star tonight, Saturn and Jupiter in a lineup. Okay, for- what is? Where do I look? <laughs> 
Okay, I'm going to set it out for you. Okay, where do I look? Low in the horizon, southwest sky. Okay, low in the horizon. Going to write that down, are you? Low in the horizon, southwest. Well, you're going to have to go for a racy walk. that's like Eden Prairie, basically. That's right out your door, right out your door. Yep. And southwest of my place is pretty open. I can see out there, mm-hmm. that way. So, and oh, what, I'm looking what forward happens to it. then? Does it like glow or what? <laughs> well, Does it create a light? <laughs> yes, but it won't be twinkling. It'll be just a very strong light as the two planets uh, converge. Now the great they're, convergence, they're, confliction. Uh, which one's in front of the other one for us? I don't know. I can, Jupiter's I can do that closer, right? Uh, well, Jupiter and Saturn will actually be more than 450 million miles apart tonight during mm-hmm. this. Uh, I can tell you this, that uh, Saturn will be the smaller, fainter light mm-hmm. at Jupiter's upper right. Oh, okay. Saturn will Part be the smaller be light Jupiter, at Jupiter's right. Jupiter being a uh, larger planet, not only closer, but larger, right? Yeah, yeah. Do we really think that there's 450, how many million? 450 million miles. That's right. And then it's, this happens all over up there. Do we really think we're the only people around here? That's a great question. You know, What's I, that theory called? Uh, we had to talk about this. Some guy's it, name. That, um, Rook, this is where you earn your paycheck. Somebody's theory. Fruchies, Farchies, Farsies uh, theory. Farsi. What are you talking about? No, no the, guy who said, about. the guy who said uh, it we doesn't... It, we can't be alone. It doesn't stand a yes. reason. Oh, I yeah. think it was the great astronomer Bill Beak. <laughs> yeah, Bill Beak. <laughs> oh, look, there's another star. Toronto, there's the world more people. There's what more the hell people is that called? I'm looking it up. Uh, uh, Fermi Paradox. Fermi Paradox. There That's we it. Go. Fermi. Fermi Paradox. Uh, Fermi. Physicist Any Enrico relation Fermi. to Fermi? Our no. Fermi? Mike Fermi? No. <laughs> no. no but this one. guy was a big shot physicist. He wasn't, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a crackpot. And he said, this doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> right. He's right. Well, so where, where the hell is everybody? Mm-hmm. Pat, when you were in Phoenix, you stumbled upon a Fermi convention, didn't you? That was For, no, I was in Philadelphia. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. For furry convention. Furry. furry convention. Oh, that's right. Furry convention. You know what, though? I've always been a no-alien guy, right? Okay. But I've always <laughs> been a no-virus-is-going-to-ruin-the-world guy, too. Ooh, it's I been a bad couple of months. Every time I see one of these... The man who rejected radon gas. You know, I always... Yeah. Or, or that a meteor is going to... Like, right, we're going right. to have to send a ship up to get rid of the meteor before it wipes out the Earth. <laughs> I haven't believed any of those... Uh, those movies you know right but now my sense of knowing what the hell is going on is lost completely because it's been shattered hasn't it yes it has i'll believe anything now hell yes yeah Yeah, we might get invaded by why do we always blame the martians too right why not, the, stuff up. why not the Saturninians or something? You know, that red planet is an easy pickings, you know? <laughs> yeah. We're always picking on Martians. I don't How do we it. know we're not just some national park for some <laughs> star 14 billion miles That's away from exactly here? That's exactly right. That's, uh, I, I don't know. I don't buy any of it anymore. Damn it. Man, this Fermi stuff is messed up, though. I'm looking at it right now. And it's, Rook, we did a couple of shows I remember, on it. I remember. We had an expert. <laughs> We oh, you did. I did not we had know a guy him. from the U, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is he a fur? He doesn't believe in the Fermi paradox. No, he, he, he was he was enjoying telling us about it. Uh huh. Because <laughs> I mean, this our universe is a big place, but there's other ones, right? 
That's it. You got your Butterfinger, your Milky Way, your Snickers. <laughs> Again, don't get me going on your black holes. Uh, I remember, you <laughs> had to with some of the black now, holes. I got well. a, I got, have you ever ended your winless streak of seeing phenomenons in the sky? Nope. Celestial <laughs> events? That's why tonight's so important tonight's to me. A it's a big day. It's a big day. And what time is it supposed to occur? About here? an hour after sunset, so 5.30ish. Wow, I'm yep. gonna. Where where do I have to go? I could probably we southwest got the, sky. We got that athletic field, Sandberg, where it's open, not yep. far from my place. Yeah, so I can go over there and stand there, right in the open. I, and, I guess. And I look to the, the southwest parking lot. I looked look to the southwest sky. <laughs> yep, five thirty, huh? Uh, so. What did you say on the low on the horizon? Yep. In the southwest sky. As I, I yep. point, I'm pointing for Pat. I'm thinking mm-hmm. that a drive down 169, Joe, you know, mm-hmm. maybe a Long Reavers drive home this evening should uh, should do the oh, trick. Pick up some one. lines to have well, to go. I'm gonna, home. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have my telescope. Okay. I might see something with that. Oh, I, so far, right. I haven't had any luck with it, but mm-hmm. I, I think I can focus it. I in. can't wait to say, hey, dear, you want to go see Saturn Off. and Jupiter across paths here, and. Uh, you know what? That won't e- that won't even get a response. No, it's not. Won't happen for another eight hundred years. Yes. Extend your hand, dear. Pat, let's go, Pat. This is what the wise men followed to Bethlehem. That's why it's called the Christmas star. Really? Yes. Maybe throw that information at her, and she might throw just the, throw that at her, and she might she might so buckle down. It, it happened in year zero. Well, you could look at it that kind way. Of like I guess it happened in year zero, and. Then, you know, by coincidence, 2,000 years later, over here at the University of Minnesota, we had a year zero. That's true. So, uh, PJ Fleck. PJ, that was it. <laughs> we had a year zero. zero so, yeah. uh, boy, we've had a lot of phenomenons taking place mm-hmm. here. So, <laughs> anyway. oh, I'm rooting for that sky. Clear up, baby. Clear up. How well, I got to see this. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it's, uh, I. Is once is tomorrow when we start getting the longer days or today? Yes, yep. tomorrow. Okay, yeah. let's go. Yeah. First day of spring for for Joe and the rest of the. I think it gets dark earlier than it used to. I think it's getting light out already. No, I mean yeah. I think the shortest day's shorter than it used to be. Yeah, hmm. that's what you feel. Maybe not technically, but in reality. There's so little light now. Part of it might also have to do with the fact that we haven't really done much outside of our own homes. Nothing's making sense anymore, Pat. No, No, nothing does. Nothing does. As I think it was two weeks ago when I said on Twitter, you know, it gets dark so early now. And it seems like it happens all the time here in mid-December in uh, Minnesota. (laughs) And I got like, well, of course it does, you idiot. So, <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to give a little Yogi Berra there, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so. There's nothing better than the mansplainers on Twitter. That's just, uh, <laughs> it's just a phenomenon. So, well, what's, uh, you, you know what? You know what one nice thing about being my age is for about huh. Christmas? What? Cash only. Yep. Just you don't have Make to go out. Yes, yeah, cash only. That's uh, that that takes care of all the presents. I've just received my presents. cash instructions. Instructions. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn near got to take a loan out. Although uh, the grandkids were over the other day, and Luke left his twins hat. Oh. Okay. So when I see him Thursday, 
I'm going to say. I had to look all over for one of these. They're really hard to find. And this is your big Christmas present. Wrap it. Wrap it. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to wrap it. And then hand him his... Hand him his twins at. This yeah. is this is the this is boy. Twenty twenty one's going to be. You cannot great. find these yes. anywhere else. Gone. In, in these the are twins, rare in the twin cities. <laughs> so uh, that that'll be fun. That's rookie. Did you ever get a note from home yet? Yes, I'm going to be here tomorrow. Nice. Not Thursday. Not Thursday. Okay, Reeves, we'll talk about that tomorrow. I have Beautiful. a uh, Timberwolves basketball game on Wednesday night. So is that the gonna let us is that the, the lit lifter? Yeah. And they're going to let us in the uh, stadium. So really? are they playing on my birthday? They are playing. Okay, twenty third. Yep. You keep reminding us of your birthday as though. It might lead to something. Uh, when you got up, I looked to see if there was an envelope over by the I couch. Got, I got extra, extra mask. You want a mask? Or a free twins hat. We yeah. You have received my warmest personal regards. Yeah, right. Bert, Bert Blylevin has worn that out. Yeah, what? he really. I haven't circled anybody, but yeah. uh, Miss Minnetonka did come through for me. Oh, did yep. she? With yeah, she always card. comes through with a card. That's right. I talked to Bert a couple of weeks ago. He seems to be over his. He's not real happy with him running him off, but he's, you know. Is he yeah. done, done? Is he he's doing done, it? done. Yeah, wow. Done, yeah, I mean, we did the big send-off, what, near the last regular season. No, wait, about a month before the end of the season. That's true, because it was an odd, just kind of an unceremonious see you mm-hmm. later. But it was nice to have a send-off with Bert, because after our, the last few years, we've gotten along fine after, uh, after two different Low periods in okay. our relationship. Sure, gotcha. Mm-hmm. The original one was a really low period when he referred to two gentlemen as he departed as being fat, long C words. Okay. <laughs> one right. was Calvin, the other was me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then, of course, which I've told a couple of times, is when he gave up that home run to make it 20 games in a row. And I wrote a column about how everyone was breathless in anticipation in the stadium, and he got to the eighth inning, and it just crawled over the back of the plexiglass, and, <laughs> and the relief everyone felt that he'd given up the home run, and uh, that one didn't go over too well. Didn't like that he read that one, huh? He got that yeah, one. I got saw you. that okay. one. He came to me in the dugout the next day and said, "You know, I tried, but you're a bleeping bleeper." <laughs> I said, you know, I knew you'd say that, but I couldn't resist. I'm pretty sorry. good call, wasn't it, Bert? Yeah. Everybody else I liked couldn't it. resist, damn it. You know, what the hell? You know who gave me that kind of grief was not Blyle Evan, Dave Goltz. Really? Goltz. Well, not grief so much. You but probably got on him about being such a, I mean, good enough guy, but just a lump. No personality. Right, right? and then he's one of those guys who would call home every morning and have the wife read him the newspaper. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. That was. Uh, wow. What'd you have to say that about me for? <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. He ended up having basically the Larue Harcourt stole all his money by yeah. the agent, oh. and he ended up selling real estate up in the Rossi area. Well, I so hope he's doing well. I think he might have bounced back. Yeah, he's still around. He's yeah. You look back. One year he pitched three hundred innings. I know. Wow. Yeah. Didn't he go to the Dodgers? Yeah. Nice contract. And yeah. But Harcourt was Blylevin's first agent, and he got Campbell's money, Stevie Braun's money, who didn't, Stevie didn't have a lot of it, Campbell had a lot of it, Goltz's money. He ended up in federal prison, LaRue Harcourt. Goltz? Bert Bert 
held on long enough to get another hit, you know. Yeah. He, he sure. pitched long enough to get some good contracts afterwards. But Campbell and Goltz and those guys, that was like their one big hit, and this guy got a lot of their money. I think Campbell was the first free agent signing in baseball. He was in the first class, 76. It might have been the first because it didn't take him long yeah. to sign with the Red Sox. Right. Well, right from here to Boston. I think it was the first. Look that, uh, look that season up for a uh, relief pitcher closer, 161 innings. Mm-hmm. Gene, uh, Gene was not above abusing a, a relief pitcher. <laughs> no. You know? He thought they were recyclable. He ruined Tommy Johnson the next year. So. Yep. Goltz served in the U.S. Army during the Vietnam War as a helicopter mechanic. So does that mean he must have been a National Guardsman or something? He must Not have sure, had, yeah. Must have had to go But his somewhere. debut was 72. So yeah, that's kind of... He must have when he first was... Angelo Giuliani signed him. I don't think he was ever drafted. Angelo saw him pitching somewhere up there in the prairie, but he must have been a Guardsman. Gotcha. A lot of more Guardsmen back then in the Nam days. Rodney, Rodney was a Guardsman. Rodney would have to go away for two weeks every summer. Wow. Take his uh, guardsman. Yep. So, I gotta go. All right, hey, you, you, you got to have there. a good Christmas there, and you keep, too. Keep the cost down. We never know what the stock market's <laughs> going to do here with the uh, the new strain, the mutant strain. I'm off to the bank right now. Okay, good. See you. <laughs> All right. All right. All I believe right. him too. And speaking of the stock market, here's our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Boy. You talk about volatility, this is the time to have a man who can handle volatility. Here's my guy, Josh Arnold. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here once again for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, and he has a question for you. Do you know what you own? Well, Mr. Money Talk's clients, well, they do know what they own. You see, Josh has found that most people that he meets with every day, they don't know. He has seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. And there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that these bonds currently yield. So know what you own. And later today, here in Garage Logic, Mr. Money Talk's got some great news as it relates to one of his favorite companies. That's relating to fruit, question mark? Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. So please, take it from me that you can trust Josh. Give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation. Yes, it's free. Give him a call today at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. I've got a buddy, Bob, who has three New Year's resolutions every year, and truth be told, he rarely succeeds at accomplishing his goals. He's not alone, by the way. Only 10% of us do accomplish our New Year's resolution. Then it hit me. Bob should call the Canopy Group. Why? Bob wants to read more, and I'm not going to be able to read to him. Bob wants to lose 20 pounds, and I'm sure not the guy to help him with that. But I can help him with his third resolution, and that is to save money. How's he going to do 
that? By handing this resolution over to the 30 professionals at the Canopy Group. They will help Bob save money on his home and auto insurance and have better coverage at the same time. There's 16 companies assure Bob's success, not only just this year, but they will do this for Bob every year to be sure he has the best coverage at the best price. New clients save more than $800 annually. Hand your New Year's resolution over to the Canopy Group and be part of the 10% with good old Bob who succeed in accomplishing at least one of their New Year's resolutions. Call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. All you Bobs out there, get with it. 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com.